0: Clicksing It is brought to you by GlassChemetHobbies.com, where you can find case breaks, singles, and comic books of your favorite superheroes and supervillains. So head on over to GlassChemetHobbies.com and use code CLICKSINGIT to receive 5% off your order. Also, if you want to help support the show, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com/CLICKSINGIT and you can be entered into our monthly giveaways. Now, here we go. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody out there in Clixland, and welcome to another episode of Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. And with me in the studio is not Kane, not Tyler, not even Dan. They're all taking the night off today, but we are going international with this podcast, and we've got Ben from Australia on the other end. Ben, how are you doing tonight? I'm
1: great. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me along to join in the podcast. Absolutely. Really I played
0: I played Ben in the semifinals of the Prince Tournament, and uh, I was going to have this song playing in the background just for you, Ben, just because
1: uh, (laughs) I thought it was kind of
0: appropriate from uh, your location in the world right now, and it's one of my all-time favorite songs. All-time favorites, wow. I'm an 80s baby. baby. I love all those 80s songs. But um, yes, he is from down under. He is the Ed the Thunder from down under. So, Ed, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How you got into clicks? Maybe if you're competitive or casual, and things like that.
1: Um, okay, so uh, I've been playing Hero Clicks for 15 years. Uh, I started playing on my son's first birthday. I had a, I had actually had the Universe Starter Set and I hadn't opened it because so I Mike Wolverine. Um, and he was—I could see he was in the packet. And then my friend said, "Let's open that and play it." I was like, oh, "I don't know if I want to open it," but we did. And then that was it. I needed more characters and had to continue buying. And yeah, so been playing for a while. I'm a casual player. Generally like to play just fun teams uh, and try out figures that you know that aren't meta. And but every once in a while, when we have our nationals, I'll I'll put on my meta hat and work hard at trying to do something that looks great but still have fun
0: what was so, yeah. your go-to for competitive like what was your go-to team or your go-to figure
1: okay so I, um so yeah for competitive I well, so last time i played at nationals i actually played a nimrod data uh, like uh detective data uh and isaac team just it was fun but also it was competitive the year I did well was probably when I used mini shredder. I had a mini shredder, Sam Cat, uh Pip the Troll team, which got in people's faces pretty quickly. And yeah, was really yeah, I actually really enjoyed playing it in the end because it was just there, yeah, pretty smooth and easy to play. So yeah, I like getting in close and battling. I'm not big on the shooting. If I'm getting yeah. close, it's good.
0: Oh, yeah, I hear you. I've so you only play really competitive when it comes to, like nationals.
1: Yeah, and that's only once a year. So, we have... I'm, we, I've started up at a, a, a game store locally. We've started Hero Clicks in the last year, which was slow going um, with everything that went on. Uh, but... And so... And that's still very casual. Was teaching lots of people to play, um, new people coming in. So, I'm trying to... you know I don't want to bring a Galactus along straight away and go, cool, I'm playing him. Because everyone's still learning. Yeah. So...
0: Well, if you ever want to join Team Clicksing, it we are always recruiting. We are trying to get up to like you know <laughs> Phoenix Nest numbers, where it's like four hundred eighty-three <laughs> members. I think they're at right now, and I think we're at a lonely six or seven because we just had Mike Reardon join the, the team. So uh, if you want to, if we want to have an international representative, we'd love to have you for like maybe Team Nats or something like that. If that ever happens again.
1: Yeah. And look, I've been yeah certainly watching more as there's more online stuff going on and thinking oh, do I do want to jump into there and have a go. It's, for me sometimes it's the time, uh, trying to get the times right because yeah because when it's your nighttime it's my daytime and but yeah definitely yeah I wouldn't mind joining but yeah so yeah. we'll talk about that after I reckon. I would like um, to say it
0: is sun it, right now where I am it is seven forty two p.m but ben is in the future right now and it's 7 or it's it's um, a no, sunday 11:42 right am by you right no. now
1: uh, um yeah i'm um, yeah, nearly quarter past 12 here at the moment on a sunday on a beautiful sunday morning actually
0: <laughs> yeah so it's quite quite i think it's like a 14 hour time difference between the two
1: yeah. of us yeah well, um did have it somewhere i can't remember exactly what it was I think it was um yeah 16 and a half hours i reckon difference between us yeah
0: so that's that's obviously really hard when you're trying to do like nationals and stuff like that and they they start <laughs> yeah, theirs i think the team nats that i took a part of they did it at like 12 o'clock or something a.m or p.m which would be like i don't even i can't even do the math right now in my head for you yeah <laughs>
1: it starts to get yeah it starts to get like well what we we played at seven thirty your time at seven o'clock and it was like midnight here so yeah but that's okay it's um it's something I've got to try to work out if I want to start playing a little bit more online. Yep.
0: All right. Well, that is Ben. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the new rules, some of the different tournaments that are taking place right now. But before that, we're going to get into a quick how was our week? Sunday, Monday,
1: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week.
0: So Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about your week, how it's going so far?
1: Um, yeah, pretty good. It's been a busy week, uh, being a teacher, uh, having been back into work, for, I think we we're three weeks back in after the holidays, and so things are starting to now start to roll along pretty well. Uh, I guess the exciting thing for me this week was that we I have a Hero Clicks Club at school, and so it was our first um, time of meeting as a group, and I had... Eighteen kids come along to find out more about Heroclix and that were interested in playing Heroclix. Some had already made their own maps out of paper and things like that so they could play on. So that was pretty exciting.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, we had to
1: head forward from there.
0: We definitely have to get that new generation because us dinosaurs are getting a little old and uh, we're not going to be around forever. So we got to get some some new blood into the game. Yeah,
1: and look, they're only 9, 10 nine-year-olds to 12-year-olds whatever but um some of them will filter through being kids some of them go cool i'll have a look i'll try something else but some filter through and that's what i'm trying to build a larger community here so i can got some more people to play against
0: yeah that's great and i'm sure you just have an abundance of extra figures that uh, you can give all the kids to play with
1: yeah, so we always have. Yeah, so like, I just, yeah, um, I worked on the old Pokemon model, which is if you come along, you get you get a click each time, or you know each couple times. So that's one of those things. And then I try to run some tournaments from at school. So at the moment, I'm trying to sort out. We do a bag tournament, which is I put ten hero clicks in a bag, and then it's sort of like a, a modified seal. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing that for the last, you know, day is just sorting out hero clicks to put into bags because, yeah. That's a lot of heroics to use.
0: <laughs> well, and it's great because the kids don't know, like, which ones are valuable. They're just happy to get something for free. And honestly, you know, if I was a nine-year-old kid and I got this figurine and I'd be like, this is pretty cool. But, like, to you, it's like, yeah, that thing's, like, worthless. It's like two, pen- two pennies. Yeah. Uh, and then you're not and giving it, them, like, god dooms or anything. You're like, be careful with no. it. Don't touch it. <laughs> so, and, it, it um,
1: yeah, okay. when parents talk to me, I sort of say, what can go wrong? It's... <laughs> they got little action figures that get to battle against each other they're superheroes and kids love that so yeah so uh, yeah, it's good fun and yeah it doesn't matter what they get at the moment it's when they buy some packs and then all of a sudden I see like a yeah, god emperor doom and they've got one and go oh, be careful of it don't break
0: it it's like the good old days of like the Charizard I'll trade you five rare Pokemons for that one okay f- Charizard <laughs> yes, I'll give you then- these 20 hero clicks for that one god doom what a deal yeah and, and yeah, but
1: I, yeah, I they collect they uh, they love to trade, but then they don't know how to trade well. Yeah, and then they always have um, traders regret at the, after they've traded, and so sometimes I have to broker and sometimes I say no, just hold on to them, don't trade, keep your pieces, and I will look at these pieces and go, I haven't got that one myself, but yeah. that's okay. They uh, also deserve to have some good stuff.
0: And now before we move on to the news, you were telling me something interesting the other day about how. Like we are getting Future Foundation next week Wednesday, um, yeah. Are you getting that the same time? No,
1: we've actually it's coming a little bit earlier here. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know how the shit their shipping works to Australia, but uh, we only got Spider Man second week of January, um, and you guys had it in August, so that was a long wait. But yeah, then all of a sudden uh, X-Men and future foundations popped up in the shop as well. So I don't know if they all got shipped together, um, from China. Uh, but yeah, so we were actually fortunate enough to have future foundations already.
0: Yeah. So you just got Spider-Man and absolute carnage, correct? Yes. Yeah. So
1: I reckon about, uh, three weeks ago, I got Spider-Man and yeah. So, and then last weekend I got, yeah, got X-Men and future foundations. Was
0: it last weekend
1: so you Three got a weekend before
0: <laughs> your bank account was crying with all the stuff yeah. coming out at the same time
1: <laughs> yeah so i've certainly uh hid the credit card account from my wife to, and they'll quickly pay that one off um yeah that was pretty expensive but it was yeah it was really nice to open and they yeah i was really impressed with how they looked the future foundation ones so I've been a bit of time looking at them and thought wow they look great now i know the
0: biggest with us yeah, in sorry, the, I say, with us in the states, we use um, websites like Glass Cabinet Hobbies, Troll and Toad, cool stuff. Yep. What do you have to use? Do you use the same places, or do you use different ones in Australia? Uh,
1: no, so I, I've just gone. I went, so they came into our actual yeah shop. So okay, uh, they, we had them. Yeah, so the wholesaler had them in, and yeah, and I said, oh, can you grab these? And they said, yep, we can. So. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I can go down today and buy a couple packs if I needed to. Very cool. Boosters.
0: Has there mm. ever been any other set that either you got super early before us in the States or maybe a set that you got super late compared to us in the States?
1: Um, the late thing is pretty usual. I uh, usually get it at, probably a month after it comes out in the States. Uh, okay. Just, I'm not, and I'm not sure why, but that's generally what happens. I feel like there was one earlier on, but I can't remember which set it was. It feels like we had one that came out early because um, I was like, "Wow, where well, have you got that?" I, but I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, so it's very rare. Usually, we get them late, later rather than earlier. And so, some people—I know people who didn't wait for, didn't want to wait for Spider-Man or for Carnage—and they sort of got it sent over from the states. But I really want to support my local shop because they've been really good to help me to get HeroClix going there. So, it's all about supporting the local people if I can.
0: Yeah, make sure you guys are out there. Yes, yes, those other websites do have some great deals. It's really hard to compete with online uh, prices, but if you can, try to help help out your local shops as much as possible because they're the yeah. ones hurting right now, not the online businesses.
1: Yeah, the online's good to buy from because they're always a little bit cheaper. But I know that if I support my store, they will support me as I continue to try to get more people playing
0: here. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so that is me, that is Ben, and now let's get into... Do you have something else, Ben? No, 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 you go. Red, move on. Gotcha. All right, so we're going to get into the news. All right, so before we get into the big rules changes that are going to be happening very soon, uh, we did want to talk a little bit about some other things going on. One is uh, the Dial H Prince tournament that me and Ben took a part of. Uh, we all know that Lucas won the majority thing, but we were playing in the consolation prize, and me and Ben finally played each other in our game. Like we were just saying, or Ben was just saying, we just have to find the time to play. And you'd, you'd think, you know, finding time to play a 50-minute game you could fit that in somewhere, but not really. I think uh, my last game that I played in this tournament was like a month ago. Um, uh, luckily, I had a first round bye in the first one, and the person that I was playing in the next round just kind of forfeited to me because he couldn't find time, but then I was lucky to play Ben. And Ben played a somewhat similar t- team to me. I was playing Punisher War Machine, um, Spider Pharaoh, Venom. Uh, Valeria, 1776, and then the spin and the Nightbringer ring. And what were you playing, Ben?
1: I was playing Punisher War Machine 2 as as well, and um, Emma Frost, uh, Spider Pharaoh, Lex Luthor, and Valeria Valeria 2 with the spin ring and the lyre ring for Emma. Yep. So...
0: So, going into that game, to be honest, I was really scared because you had Emma, and that pretty much took my range away from Punisher War Machine, but your Punisher could still get me. But um, luckily, I won map because you weren't theme. I put you in the police headquarters just to kind of get me some more blocking away. And um, I was able to do kind of a tricky maneuver with TK and Spin Ring with Valeria to get to your Punisher, I think, turn yeah. two. Yeah. Turn- Three, I reckon
1: Turn three. It was. Yep, but you're right. Because we sort of both moved out and then both rested and then sort of went from there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, and it was a great move. I didn't see it. And, yeah, blocking, yeah, having all that blocking and walls, yeah, took away the advantage that Emma gave me. So,
0: yeah. You know, and was, honestly, Valeria and that spin ring, yes, she doesn't do her penetrating damage anymore, but that spin ring where I could basically, I just blew up a wall with the Venom and then spung him out of the way so I could TK. Punisher, you know Valer with the spin is still really good. I don't know if people I, out there just don't think that she's you know a factor anymore, but she for thirty points for what she does is still amazing out there.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, well, yeah, while well, she's now defensive, and i and I had having a near punisher war machine during the tournament was great because then people were a bit more afraid to cost a retail. Well, I think it happened once, and I was like, okay, well dies because I think it was. Yeah, it dies because of penetrating. So, yeah. but yeah, the spin of that spin and the blooping around is just there. Yeah, she's just so maneuverable.
0: Yeah. And I did record our match and put it up on YouTube. Unfortunately, the audio on my end didn't capture. So you're just <laughs> going to be seeing my voice. Cause I put a little screen of myself watching the game. Um, of just me talking with no audio coming out, but you can hear Ben's voice on the other end. So I'm not sure what happened, but I got it fixed over. So if you want to watch it with half the audio, go on over to our YouTube page and check it out.
1: Yeah. But no, it was, it was good fun to play and just enjoying that. I I really enjoyed the premise of the tournament and uh, that it was yeah, just using all these pieces, the high-end pieces, and it's just good fun.
0: And then um, I'm in the finals for the Constellation Prize, which I believe first place is $75, store credit towards somewhere, and then second place is 25 I am playing against Matt uh, Gronhide, I think how you say his name is, and he is playing a spider uh Prime Storm, Jason Wingard, Jean Grey, Spider-Punk, uh, uh, Steampunk's Penny, and Gorilla Grod team. And you said you played something somewhat similar to that team.
1: Yeah, I played. Yeah, I played one that was similar to that. Pretty, it, must, it was pretty close. I remember I had Grodd and and Steampunk Penny, and yeah, and yeah. So try to take Gene if you can early. That yeah. was my. That was my go. Outrange him and take Gene if I could.
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah. the Dial Ace has been really fun. I hope they do another uh, Prince tournament like that again. But like I said, I just um, then I got into the Coffee and Clicks tournament, and it's trying to play two tournaments at the same time with a newborn is kind of difficult so i just kind of put the <laughs> dial h prince one on the back burner because when i was still playing for something i still wasn't technically so i kind of just forgot about it yeah. and then i was like oh yeah i gotta play in this other tournament um that, that, and then, go
1: ahead that that's easy to do sort of forget that it's there especially with other things going on and a new baby that's always an, another tricky situation yeah so.
0: Um, and then for the other tournament before we get into the rules is we are having our make it meta tournament. I finally released the figures of what we're playing for in each round. So if you haven't watched the video out there, these are going to be the figures that you're going to be playing in each round. So round one uh, was brought to us by Mike Reardon who came in second place in the sets appeal tournament. So that means he got to pick the figure for this one and he went with null from Spider-Man. So everyone is going to be able to use Null, or I'm not going to say able to, you're going to play Null on the first round. So you're going to either play him at 150 or at 250. Now, have you have any experience with Null, Ben? No, I haven't
1: actually, I have actually haven't seen a Null. Uh, um, I didn't pull him myself in my Spider-Man, but I've had a look at him and I don't know, I'd be interested in playing at 250. It doesn't leave him much regal room, but yeah. Um, um, yeah, Still, I don't know
0: what you do because I feel like a lot of people are going to play him at 150 and then use it last 150 to, you know, find yeah. a way to get through like his shape change and his stealth and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So he has got some good keywords to use. So there's plenty of options there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like, I like, well, i actually watched that clip this morning and yeah, I like that, that Noel was one of them. There's, there's others. I like more, but <laughs> Um, his, the other one he
0: was going to go with, he was stuck between two. It was between Null and Old Man Phoenix, but he decided to go with Null. Yep.
1: Uh, um, old Man Phoenix would have been great, too.
0: Yeah, it would have been. Uh, round two, uh, we're going with my, one of my personal favorites, and that's Flex Mentallo from Rebirth. Um, I felt like Flex was a great figure, a little over-costed at 75 points, but the fact that he's got some TK... He's got some staying power, especially if a character that's over over points on him. He can just heal right after the attack. And the fact that he can just say, oh, that piece of blocking, that doesn't exist for the rest of my turn. And then once my turn is over, it comes back to reality. So it's kind of like, his, I think it's called as I flex so hard I turn the pentagon into a circle trait. Yep, that's um, yeah. um, yeah, no, it. That one made me happy when I saw that one come out.
1: And it's like, oh, cool, that C's there. Yeah, he's great. And I, you're right, he just hasn't had Um, I guess the use in meta Well, Well, he's he's got something a lot of
0: figures don't have and he's got map manipulation
1: yes and you know being able to open a hole in the wall someone could shoot through it and then close it back up again beautiful or being able to open up someone else's barrier and um um, them out. There was a strategy
0: I saw. I think it was Devin Adams on the Happy Little Hero clicks do where if you find like a nice three by three of blocking somewhere, you flex one of the outer blocking terrains away, and then you destroy the middle one, and then you plant someone in the middle that just ignores blocking for like range attacks, and then it closes back up, oh. and then he's got a nice little shell around them while he just snipes people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay, i hadn't thought of that one, but yeah, that
0: would work. Yeah. yeah.
1: Man, okay, so that's a good idea. <laughs>
0: yeah, so those out there looking or that are in the Make It Meta tournament, there you go. Um, for number three, around three, we're going with the Chase Absorbing Man from Captain America and the Avengers. Again, one of my personal favorite um, chases from that set just because he's so versatile because you can make him plus two damage, plus two attack, plus two speed, plus two defense, whatever you need as long as you have the train around you to pick and uh, he's super um, super hard to kill just because he's 10 clicks for 100 points, and he can just pick regen and steal energy. He has steal energy on his dial, but then he just picks regen, uh, and I think it's hindering if he has that. It hinders and so,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah, he's a, I was, there. again, happy to see that piece because yeah, I actually really like him as well. Um, boost his defense up, get him in there, and um, yeah, he's can last a long time so um, and he's only a 30-year yeah,
0: build too so you got plenty other to work with him too
1: yeah and it's plenty to work with like with masters of evil uh team ability like baron's emos um i even think uh that he can be mind controlled by what's the name i can't think what her name is now
0: oh, oh um ah, i know exactly who you're talking about yeah, the rare from just, that set
1: Yes, I'll just. um, I am looking it up right now. Moonstone, Moonstone, yeah, because he's one hundred points. I think she can.
0: I always know. Maybe she needs something. A hundred points or less. So yes, she can mind control him.
1: Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, so
0: and that could become useful. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I really like him. He's good fun. Yep, he's a good fun piece. Uh, round four, we're going again. These are a lot of my personal favorites. Uh, again, one that I thought should have gotten more play. She is a little pricey, but I thought she gave a lot for her points, and that is the Khan Leandra. So this is the one that can give buffs to people that have X-Men, Shi'ar, Imperial Guard, and Starjammers. So when you perplex someone with those keywords, then whatever... Keywords they have of those, they also get bumps in those stats. So if they have X-Men, they get plus one Steve uh, speed. Shi'ar, plus one attack. Imperial Guard, plus one defense. And Star Jammers, plus one damage. So whatever you perplex, you get that. And then uh, whatever keywords they have, they get bonuses in that one as well. Um, Again, one of my favorite figures. She's great on an X-Men team if you have someone that has, you know, she are Imperial Guard, Starjammers, and because of all the new Starjammers out there, I thought it was a good fit to see if we could get Starjammers into the meta for a change.
1: Yeah, and you start to see, yeah, start to see some of those differences, and you go, and yeah, well, I guess you know the Imperial Guard is just another great one too. But yeah, so that's a really nice little power that she's got. Um, and yeah, if you can find someone, I don't know if some of all three.
0: Um, I think the only I know that Kid Gladiator he's not modern anymore but he was a big one because I think he had three of the four I, got I don't think he had Sorry. Star Jammers but um, Emperor Vulcan he's got some of those cool powers I think he's let me look him up real quick I think he's got Star Jammers and I forget the other one Emperor Vulcan he's got he's got Imperial Guard and, and Shier. Shier, yeah
1: so plus one, the defense, plus one, the attack is very nice. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, so I can see that happening. And then yeah. last one for round five. Again, we're going with one of my guys who I was so glad when they made him, but they didn't make him correctly, and that is the super <laughs> rare sentinel Base Madrox. Um, I yes. love Madroxes. I love multiple men. But they overpointed this guy way too much. Um, I felt that he should have had like a 50, 100, 150, 200 point max. Because I don't know who in their right mind is going to want to pay a hundred points for four clicks of life. Not it's, it's especially with one it's, damage his entire dial for that.
1: And look, I've played him. I reckon I've played him at 300 before just in a casual game. And if you get, if you can make those shape changes and get those, the dupes out, you get the empower. So like, I think I had him up to four damage, like, cause he's just in power, getting power from everyone. But yeah, he's, I, he's actually one I really like too. And I think, yeah, you're right. If they costed him differently, it would have been better. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun to build around so he's got so many keywords that he can build with. So.
0: And that's the one, one reason why I wanted him for the final game is because he has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 keywords to play with. Um, only two of them are um, themed or um, non-generic ones, X-Factor and X-Men, but um, it'll be interesting to see what else people come up with him. The biggest problem I have with him is he should have traded Shape Change, not uh, special power shape change yes that would have been much better because even on his 300 point click he has 16 clicks and six of them have that special shape change and i feel like his whole mechanic is to get that shape change and make those dupes
1: yeah, it's, yeah. That, and that's right it needs to get as many of those dupes on as he can yeah,
0: so that's going to be it for the Make It Meadow one. Uh, we have, I believe, 14 people signed up right now. We're looking for 32 players. We, uh, If we get those 32 players, prizes will stay the same as a brick will go to first place, four boosters, I'm sorry, five boosters for second, three for third, and two for fifth. If we don't get that many, I'll have to dip the prizes down a little bit just to make up for the cost and stuff like that, but I'm hoping not. Team builds are due on March 7th. So you do have a little over or a little less than a month to get um, into the tournament and get the team builds in. And we're going to need all five of the team builds. Future Foundation will be allowed in this set. But I am banning the uncommon Psylocke because she is just going to be a repeating close combat figure that, that they they have to errata. So I was talking to PJ. So she's banned. And then also with the ID cards, because it doesn't say anything about prerequisite for a lot of those cards. Like, um, Emma Frost, hellfire. It just says, you know, if you're on this team, you get X-Men. Um, but so whatever's what's that team up cards. Yeah. So there's a couple team-up cards out there that just say, let me get, pull up uh, Emma Frost real quick. Uh, let's see. She is number 27. So, And a lot of them have to do with like these ones. So Hellfire Club theme. At the beginning of the game, friendly characters gain the X-Men keyword. Nowhere on there does it say you have to have Hellfire Club theme to gain the X-Men keyword. It just says yeah. Hellfire Club theme team. So, you could make whoever you want, if you're playing her, an X-Men. But I'm making it where the bolded text is the prerequisite to get the next a- addition to the team-up card. Um, just to make it so, a little bit more fair. Because I don't think yeah. that was what Wizk is intended for those or intended for those cards. It's just kind of how they came out. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to make it. Thanos an X-Men. No, you're not. <laughs> We're not going to go down that route.
1: Thanos do Doom in. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. no. Cool, excellent. It's certainly something that I think I might I'll get in touch with. You, but I've been thinking about it over the last couple of days after we played about getting involved.
0: So, Yeah, like you said, but like you said, you just have to work out that time zone, that 16-and-a-half-hour uh, time zone. <laughs> Difference. so like i said we played at seven in the morning one day and it was already like 11 o'clock at night for you so yeah. whoever it's either going to be really early for somebody or really late for the other person
1: but there yeah, we can work it out yeah, we can, yeah. all right we, we, can, all we right. can do it uh, Yeah. sounds like great tournament and i'm yeah, looking forward to seeing it happen
0: Yep, I'm excited for it. All right, so um, we're going to get into some of the more rule changes that came out. I'm going to do my best to understand these. Dan's more the rules guy. Um, I really haven't had time to read all the the entire article of this, so I'm going to do my best. So if I say something wrong, I'm not a PJ Boland. I'm not a Scott Crampton. I'm not a Lucas Van Hollen, you know, the geniuses of uh, Heroclix. I'm I'm a mere peasant compared to those guys. So I'm going to do my best on these. Um, first one we're going to go over is the less is more um, document that they came a document um, article they came out with. So here they're they're trying to simplify the game. So one thing they're trying to change or they're going to change is leap climb. So right now, it says in the 2018 version of Leap Climb, elevation does not affect adjacency when choosing targets for a close attack. So that means that if you're like a Spider Man and you're on the side of a building and someone is on the ledge, you could make a close combat attack because you had Leap Climb. Um, the second one is Move. Improve movement, elevation, hindering, outdoor blocking, move through breakaway plus two. So makes sense. If you're Leap Climbing, you can just basically jump over everything um, on the map and then you get plus two to your breakaway. So what they're going to change it to is just improve movement, elevated outdoor blocking, and move through. So that's taking away. For some reason, I already already thought that you could just jump over people with Leap Climb, but I must have been wrong. But um, they're just making it improve movement, elevation, outdoor blocking, and move through. So they are getting rid of the... I can attack you if I'm on the bottom of a building and you're on the edge of a building. Now, just become, it's a I mean, it just it's becomes a move. It just becomes a move now, things. yes. Now, I don't know how often, to be honest, I really used that in the first place. I might have used it a few times, but not really. It was not really a part of my game because, really, how many people are you playing that start with Leap Climb that Very don't seasoned. have something Very. else to go with it?
1: It's always it's only your time. To be playing leap climb is if I was in a sealed situation and that was the figure. That's all it had at the start. It's certainly not a power, and it's not something I rely on. I'm, I'm going to stand next to this building. Hope you stand above me, and then I can jump up and hit you.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> it, that's not a big deal for me. Um, They go on to say this new version is all about moving and not about punching while clinging to a wall. The new version is also always on. So even if you're moving with charge, sidestep, or leap climb, you'll be able to use the improved movement capabilities instead of choosing between leap climb and other standard powers. That I kind of like. So like if you have sidestep, leap climb, you can just pop up to the top of a building if you're alongside of it. I don't mind that at all.
1: Yeah, no that yeah, I like that. That's it gives you that bit more maneuverability if you've got it and it doesn't cost you anything.
0: So Yeah. Hopefully. Um same thing with charge. The only way charge worked with going up above a building is if you were a flyer. Now if you're um, somehow you have charge and lead climb, you can just run up the building and get to the top of it and punch somebody. So I like I like the what they're doing with lead climb. I just don't know how often you're gonna have those powers together. Like, I can see sidestep and leap climb a lot, lot, but I don't know about leap climb charge and leap climb hypersonic.
1: Uh, It might be if if they're putting a trait on and they put leap climb in the power spot or they've said it's got a trait of charge. And so, you know, it's like like a whole, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they put it on moving forward.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next power they're changing is telekinesis. So they say, what can't telekinesis do? Um right now you can make a range attack with an object, you can move an object, you can move a friendly character or move an opposing character if you hit them with attack. What they're changing it to is power, minimum range value 6, which it already is, place one target friendly single base character or object within range and line of fire into another square within range and line of fire. That square must be placed within six squares and line of fire from the target's current square. Characters placed with this power can't use TK this turn. Or characters placed with this power, so that's already there. So it's looking like if I read that right, you're not going to be able to TK opponent, opponent, or sorry, opposing figures anymore. All right. And you're not going to be able to make object attacks with TK anymore.
1: Oh, Alright, that's, that's why I read that as well.
0: So, so I can TK the object to the square that the opposing figure is in, but it's not considered an attack. I'm just doing it. I don't know why you'd ever want to do that. So they're they're making TK not an attack anymore. Which, I don't know if I like that, because you think of people like Magneto. What is he? What is Magneto's premise? He's throwing stuff at you. That's what he does. So, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Um, I wish they would have kept it the way it did. I don't see the big advantage of not being able to not TK opponents anymore, because that honestly was kind of a big thing in it if you wanted to get him away. Like, let's say you have a charge piece, and your TK has a much higher attack. You TK the opponent guy away, then your charge piece can then charge out of that. Yeah, and it's
1: there. And yeah, get Yeah, so it's, yeah. and very very rarely used, but, you know, I'm going to TK you into my Q box here.
0: Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. No. Not, a, not a big fan of that, but...
1: I guess it's improvised and says it's when using TK. It's only f- for your stuff. Not like, They only target your things.
0: Yeah, there, I think that's what they're going with. TK is no longer um, going to affect your opponents. It's just going to affect um, you. Um, Next one, they're doing Combat Experts and Perplex. They say Perplex, Range Combat Expert, and Close Combat Expert might seem like complex powers, but they actually make players choose between some basic modes for close and range attacks. So in the past, you could do plus two attack, plus two damage, or one to each one to attack and damage. And then for Perplex, you could do a friendly character or an opposing, and you could do attack, damage, defense, speed, or range, any kind of those values that you want. So what they're yeah, doing with Range Combat Expert is this character modifies attack by plus one and plus one damage when making range attacks. Period. So there's no longer a two buff to your stats. You're getting plus one attack, plus one damage. I don't hate it, but I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I like putting two into damage and taking the chance to hit um, and hit big. But I know from teaching people play, right? and I go, what's that do? You go, where well, you can add 2D attack or 2D damage or one to each. Now, I'm just going to say, look, you can add 1D attack and 1D damage. It does simplify it for that.
0: Yeah. And they're doing the same thing with Close Combat Expert. It's plus 1 attack plus 1 damage. I feel like you've played this game long enough. I feel like they just can't make up their mind what to do with this power. Because in the past, it used to be plus 2 to damage. Then they change it to, now you can choose a damage, attack, or or switch or one to each. Now it's just one to each. So I feel like they're like, they've been having this argument for 20 years and they still can't come to a conclusion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think this is probably just, uh, again, as they're trying to simplify, I think um, it just makes it easy to go, well, you've got range combat expert or close combat expert. You're just adding one to your attack and one to your damage. I guess there's more experienced players. who like, like that choice. I think it's really much easier for newer players to just go. But you got plus one to each, and hopefully it stays like that. Now I don't know.
0: And i I feel like this power these two powers got a huge buff to some figures that have like running shot, um, range combat expert, or charge close combat expert. Um, yeah. The the power gem just became like a tier one s whatever you want to call it. Uh, object in the game.
1: Yeah, because you get your plus one to damage, and then you can still use your ranged combat or close combat expert, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's... for ten points, you're getting a plus two damage and a plus one attack for if you're a range or a close combat figure. Yeah, whichever
1: you do. So, yeah, that's like, actually...
0: I hope people hung on to their Namors with their power gems from two years ago, because that object... I think that set's going to be viable for another year for tournaments, but that item, I feel, is going to just skyrocket in price.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it becomes really valuable to have on your team.
0: I think it's going to be on every team. I don't know why you wouldn't put it on your team anymore. Yeah, like, that's true. And I guess it depends
1: on what team you're playing, but yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so – it's – it's the plus two to damage is – Will be pretty really big, especially because the next thing you're going to talk about, you can't do anymore. Yeah. Damage.
0: Um, and that is Perplex. So, this is the one that I have a problem with. So, Perplex, minimum range value six. Choose a target within range and line of fire. So, that still means opposing or friendly. Modify one of that character's combat values other than damage by plus one or minus one until your next turn. So, you can no longer perplex damage up or down anymore, which I am not a fan of because I can't tell you how many games where I've had a person with a two damage and I'm going against up someone with invuln or something like that. Now I can't do any damage to them with my perplex. Yep. Or vice versa. Let's say you know I'm against someone with a three damage and I have impervious or invuln. I'm going to perplex down your damage to two. You can't hurt me anymore. I win the game unless you roll a crit hit. And that's I
1: actually hadn't thought of that part about it. I don't, I, I guess I'd gone the other way and gone. I don't mind that it's not to damage anymore because it was such a a percentage boost. Like stat, like if you got a ten attack, you perplex up like your attack to eleven. It's only like ten percent boost. But if you had three damage and perplexed at the four, it's like a twenty five percent. know, it's the percentage was out for me. But I do like that because I was stuck in that situation the other day where I couldn't hit a thing because they had. Vulnerability and I only had two damage. Yeah, so
0: so yeah. really, the only way to boost up your damage anymore is with enhancement, empowered, or having range combat expert or close combat expert. Unless I'm missing something else out there.
1: That's what all, I, yeah, that's all I can think of. It's um, yeah, I, uh, I think it makes those empowered people a lot more.
0: Oh yes, yeah. absolutely. Like I'm I'm staring at moloids for what are they 10, 15 points. 15 so you have a a 15 point um, empowered right now out there with a bunch of moloids Um, I just my problems like I said I am trying to be positive about the changes to this game change is scary I understand that I don't like change at all especially to a game that I love that I've been playing for I think as long as you 15 years Um, and it really hurts me to see like this game like we're going to have to relearn an entire new game when this when Wonder Woman comes out um, I just feel like they are overpowering some powers and then dumbing down other powers. Yeah,
1: they are. That's um. I I don't know. I I'm probably a little less. Yeah, I'm probably a bit more positive because I'm going. I've got new people to teach. Um, I've been teaching my friend for last year how to play, and now I'm going to have to reteach him how to play with the new rules. But I said we can learn them together.
0: Well, and uh, but yeah they're 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 doing a lot of this because they like to say oh we want to make the game simpler you know range combat expert and close combat cool plus one plus one perplex you can modify a combat value by plus one or minus one. Oh, but not the damage it's kind of like yeah. the i before e except after c <laughs> kind of equivalent and
1: if they kept the, the, at damage as well and because then it just makes you can do anyone you want. But, yeah, now you have to go, you can do anyone except for damage.
0: Like, I don't know how much more simpler you can make perplex. Plus one or minus one to a combat value. Done. <laughs> like, that's yep. as simple as you could ever make it.
1: I think it's what they say a bit later. here So, I think, I'll say Heraclix is less fun when one player deals six damage, three printed, plus three from other effects. But you're still going to have that if you have the empowers around the place. So, yeah. Yeah, that could have left it. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: Yep. So we'll we'll see if their less is more is actually accurate, um, but uh, it'll be interesting. Next on, we're going to move to their next one, which is theme teams. So this one is going to be quite important to the competitive theme. Okay, so first one is initiative bonus. Before the changes, the initiative bonus between generic and name theme teams was the same. The change here is actually that we're replacing the cap on initiative bonus. So before, we were playing figures like um, Justice League with Dr. Fates, where you could get like a plus 10 or a plus 12 or something like that. Or like Moloids, you could just put a buttload on your team and get a plus 15 monster team if you want. You can't do that anymore. Um, So now, the most you can get for initiative is plus 3. So there's really no reason to have more than five, six theme, named theme characters on your team anymore unless they serve some sort of purpose. Um, that's huge.
1: Yeah, it's it certainly means that you, uh, you don't need to fill your team with like Superman robots to get your theme bonus up.
0: Yeah, um, and it also means that I think non-theme teams are going to make a huge comeback now.
1: And that side, I generally try to sit in a non theme team Well, That's yeah, I don't in my casual games, I love playing theme teams, but yeah, if it's more competitive, I'm just finding all these pieces go there, look good. And usually, it's not a theme team, as my prince tournament one wasn't one, and yeah. yeah, so plus three, I that means it's a lot more achievable for myself to win the map role,
0: yeah. And so, I was like. If you're making a team that is solely based on winning map to help you win, don't do that anymore unless you're really confident in your initiative roles.
1: Yeah, because it's not a guarantee. You can't, in some ways, you used to be able to guarantee that map, um, but now it's a lot less likely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next one they talk about is theme team probability control. The changes to theme team probability control came in steps. First, we kept chipping away to streamline streamline it. Then it became more powerful. Then we lowered the frequency. Finally, we made it available to all theme teams. The character using it, theme team, must have the chosen keyword. Makes sense. This rule helped keep theme team balance but doesn't impact most teams, especially at the casual level. Um, then they changed it to the character using it can't target itself that I like. Um, I always like that change. So like if I'm a God doom and, or I get, that's a bad example cause he has prob, but let's say he didn't have prob and I'm attacking, I can't theme team myself, which I've always liked. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the character using it must have zero one action tokens immediately give an action token right away. Like that change. So, yeah. Um, now what they're doing is previously you could have up to five theme teams. Now, because they're doing the initiative plus three, you're only allowed three theme teams. Again, they're diminishing theme teams of what they can do. So I think theme teams are still going to be a factor, but I don't think as big. I think a lot more people are going to want to do um, non-theme. Now, someone with OCD like me can't do a non theme team because it just doesn't feel right in my brain when I'm playing figures that don't belong together. Um, but that's just me. So they're changing it to three. Uh, the number associated with the bonus will match the number of the initiative bonus. So if you're playing a plus two, you'll get two instead. The overall number of re-rolls uh, will be reduced. Losing player, get, getting lucky, are more often likely to have their rolls stick to make a comeback, yada yada. Um, so yeah, you're only allowed... Three theme teams, uh, th- three theme probs per game. Now for that, so again, I don't like it, but I don't hate it.
1: No, I, yeah, I'm the same. I'm um, if you're playing theme team, you, uh, you still get three, you know, three re rolls. Uh, um, I did like, uh, I, I'm so I'm, I've enjoyed playing WWE figures, and so being able to theme team prob for the token on. Has really helped them out, uh, and yeah, that you couldn't target yourself. I, I like. I guess I like that you can now. So, like, I can play my Immortal Hulk, and he can run in and punch someone. If you miss, so I can just theme it myself and not have to take a token.
0: Yeah, Is that right. No, he would still take a token to be themed to himself. See,
1: I thought you didn't get token for theme team. Oh, now you do, but. I think the change says...
0: uh, Oh, did they change... Did I miss that part where you're not getting a token anymore for this?
1: Yeah, I don't think you get a token for it anymore. So I'm just reading quickly, reading through.
0: Um, I don't see that anywhere, but uh, it might be. Yeah,
1: I think I...
0: Maybe it's further down, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe it's further down. Uh, Yeah. Uh we'll keep going until we come across to it. Um this one I don't yep. really understand says the smallest theme team. With the rules changes, even a singular character can now be a theme team. So yep, you could be a tentpole team, like a three hundred point god doom and be themed, but you won't be able to use prob control with the theme team. Yep. So
1: but you can Okay, so you can be your 300 point Madrix, and that's still a theme team. So he gets one roll on theme team pro.
0: Yeah, so you will get it on your opponent's turn, just not yours. Yeah. So it's something it gives you a reroll for uh, the game. So I guess, but I don't know how often that's going to come into play. To be honest. Um, if you are playing against a non-theme team, at least you'll get plus one to initiative, and that might be something for you. But I don't. I think tent poles are a thing of the past, so I don't think that's going to happen much anymore. Anyways, right.
1: but, yeah, I don't know they've made some really good ones of late, um, so I'd be interested to see how they all come about what people put
0: together with them. Yeah. Um, next one is what's the difference between generic and name theme teams? We kind of know all that, like. Robots, soldiers, stuff like that is considered a generic and not a name theme team. Um, Theme teams, after revealing your force, if all characters on your starting force share at least one keyword, you can pick that keyword as your theme team. If all the characters on your starting force share more than one keyword, pick only one. Keywords are listed below a character's name. So that hasn't really changed. Initiative bonus, we've talked about that. It's plus three. Uh, Theme team probability control. Probability control is a standard power. Prob. Once per turn, you may re re roll a target's attack roll or breakaway roll. A target character must be within range and line of fire, minimum six. Characters on a theme team can use prob control up to X total times per game for that force. X equals the number of characters with the chosen keyword. Um, Upcoming designs are likely to be different from what comes before on this real change. In fact, we're providing. Arata to three figures um, that did that. So, like, one of them was Elena Bolov from the Black Widow set, Captain Venom, High Evolutionary. I'm not going to go through what their um, stuff was, but um, it basically had to do with how many theme props you got for a uh, team.
1: Well, so they turned they turned like generic keywords into theme teams, but because all keywords now make a like make a theme team for props, they give them. Instead of th- um, having three prop rolls, you get six. So Captain Venom, if he's on a monster keyworded team, he will give him six.
0: Yes, and I think um, High Evolutionary does the same thing with animals.
1: Yep, yeah. and Black Widows. what that's... Um,
0: it's max better. 10, <laughs> but it's now yeah. max six. Yeah. Um, I don't know <laughs> if anyone could ever pull off Yelena Bolov's plus 10. <laughs> well, I guess you just get it. Oh, no, you'd have to have ten on your team in order to get the ten
1: yeah. uh, um, your maximum number of yeah. you don't need need lots of lots of lots of them
0: yeah
1: um Adam, I think where it's uh, a few lines up it says characters on a the theme team can use probably control up to x times the game for four so. And then it says um, character's chosen keyword on your starting force up to maximum of three. So they get to just use probability control. I don't think it says anything about putting a token on
0: it. It doesn't say anything about that. You're right. But I will say we all know about WizKids' wording and how spot on they are. So I'm not going to put it past them that they wrote it correct, but I'm not going to put it past them that they wrote it incorrect. But based off this, you are right. They would not get an action token. So that I think is going to need a clarification, just because of the old rule. But like you like you said, right now the way it's written, you do not get an action token, which I don't like that, and a lot lot of people are probably going to hate me for that. But I felt like you should have there should be a cost to do a prob on a theme team. It shouldn't just be given to you.
1: Yeah. No. I. I agree. It feels like it's saying that should be costed, and that means because yeah, if you're not putting, it just gives everyone on your team probably control. Water, you know. So yeah, as I said, yeah, Mortal hulk could run in and attack, and if he misses, he can just prop himself with that theme
0: team problem. Yeah. So I I felt like that was a strategy that's going to be missed, like with the whole non pushing anymore. That that to me was a huge strategy. Was you know maybe I want to push and get that next maybe and get outwit or something like that on my next click to outwit you. So yep. um, my whole strategy for playing is definitely going to be changing when these new sets come out. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a
1: real relook at how, how. Yeah, just yeah. There's a whole relook at how everything works, which is yeah, which could be good for us all. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's the um...
0: next one. Okay. <laughs> We got two it's more it's to it's go it's through.
1: It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you. Well, that's. Um, All
0: right, so next one is it's called it's, From a Distance. All right, so. <clears throat> bolts and targeting. So. Some of the they say one of our goals in this set of rules updates is to help level the playing field between close and range attackers. We try to do this by strengthening close attackers and removing some obstacles they face. We're going to start off with a quick summary of the changes, followed by some details of our thought process. So, their bullet points are: characters with multiple bolts will be able to target, uh, will be able to multi-target even when making close attacks. (sighs) See. I I don't know how I feel about that one, because I felt like the bolts should just be considered a ranged option and not a, like, a, I can target everyone next to me. But I don't know. It's like, I'm on the fence about that one.
1: Yeah, it's, I'll have to see how it plays out, because I guess most of my close attackers don't have multiple bolts. Yeah. To start off with, and see what figures they create with them.
0: Well, I think it's more the fact, like, let's say you have, um, I think it was the Ray, who has quad bolts. Sure. Yep. So if you bum rush him and get up to him, and there's four people around him, he can just target everybody next to him um, because he has the bolts. But I, f- I just feel like I'm thinking more, like, realistically. Like, I don't s- – he shouldn't be able to target everybody. Just in my brain, in a realistic fight, I'm talking – comic is realistic here for a second in in my comic book thinking in my comic book brain yes um i don't any
1: movie they're not sort of attacking they might have four people attacking them but they're only fighting one person each time so exactly
0: so i don't know how i feel about that um i'm on the fence about it not sure um next bullet point hindering this is a big one hindering terrain will no longer impact movement but will continue to impact targeting so you don't need to have leap climb if you're in the bushes to have full movement. Charge. Now, if you're in hindering terrain, you get full charge. You don't do your half of a half anymore. Same thing with yeah. running shot. That's huge.
1: Yeah, that is huge that you're not stopped by it. Like, there's the maps so I've had to sort of, uh, I think it was Harley's, Harley. Like the roller ring, and sort of. There's all that hindering and having to stop, get through, and then come back through. Yeah, yeah being able to get through, yeah, come out of my full charge out of hindering, so I, I can protect my.
0: I can't uh, tell you how many times I position my figures on a map, like behind hindering from a charge piece, yeah. so they can't get to me. Like that's another strategy that I am going to have to change. Yep.
1: So there's lots of strategy changes that are going to have to occur. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I think I like it. Just everyone can just move. Like it's yeah, everyone can move through hindering. Done. Okay.
0: Um. But next bullet point: knockback will do less damage and def- and default to moving a character six squares. So again, it's going to impact some figures. So like I f- I think of the chase gauntlet, Captain America, that could knock you back. What was it? Ten squares. Um yep. that now they might have read a where that just happens now, but you know, let's say you have a six damage and you roll doubles, you're not getting knocked back six squares anymore, you're only getting back no, knocked back three squares. Yep.
1: I guess what you got onslaught who you can punch someone to for nine squares. Yeah. So, and mm. yeah, I guess it'll come down to if they if the text sort of supersedes it.
0: Um I think we talked about bolts and targeting, hindering terrain. Uh, While it might not feel like hindering terrain disproportionately helps range attackers right now, it benefits them relative to close attacks in at least two ways. It can be damaging to get near a range attacker in hindering terrain. It can be challenging to get near characters back up, prob, outwit, perplex, etc. that hide in hindering terrain. So again, rather than putting your person in a big bush, like a 5x5 bush, and thinking they're safe, now my charge piece can charge right through that bush and smack you. (laughs)
1: Yep, and I think I like that.
0: Again, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I think the, I keep saying that because it's just it changes the game for me that I've been playing for 15 years completely. And oh yes, I think that's I'm where I'm coming used. from.
1: I'm going to have to get used to just being able to walk through hindering.
0: Yep, um, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times the first couple of times of the game, like oh, you're hiding behind the hindering, I can't, I have to go around it. And then it'd be like, oh, no, I didn't have to go around it. I can go right through it now. Yeah, I can go straight through um, So um, that's interesting because people aren't going to need improved movement hindering anymore. They're just going to be... Uh, it's built in now.
1: Yep. Everyone's
0: got it. Yep. Um, um, let's see here. What else we got here? We got hindering line of fire. When a character makes a ranged attack... And a hindered line of fire is drawn between the attacker and his target. Modify the defense by plus one. We already know about that one. Uh, knockback. Knockback is fun and favorable, but also had a lot of vari- variability. How far will a character get knocked back? How much damage will they take? So, what they're doing with knockback now is your character has the knockback key phrase as part of a power. Um, so I, are they still making it where you can roll doubles or are they just getting rid of that completely?
1: Um, uh it says down if you roll doubles on it.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. You roll doubles and your D6 attack roll. Yep. Um does it say how much damage doc knockback does now? I don't see it anywhere in here. Uh, basically I sign knockback here. I'm not back
1: in server. Yeah, so um, a couple. Of, you'll notice that uh, there are some differences. Knockback characters don't incur additional damage, and there's not a calculation to determine how far they go back. So um, I can't see. Still reading through
0: because they said that's going to affect that, but I don't see that anywhere. I apologize out there in Clickland. I'm reading this for the first time just because I didn't have time with this, so I'm looking at it. Um, but I don't see anywhere it says how much damage is dealt. You'll notice that there are some differences here. Knockback characters don't occur additional damage, and there's not a calculation to determine how far back they go. We believe these changes lessen the gap between range and close figures, while technically sometimes a close attack may gain an advantage by knocking back someone they're grappling with. We found it far more likely that the range attacker are capitalizing on knockback and sending the hit characters into unfavorable positions. So, it sounds like knockback doesn't do damage anymore? Yeah, I think that's right. Which, I mean, you'd have to knock them back into a wall anyways to do it, or yeah. off, the ma- off the map. That, if they're doing it that way, where it's like off a map or off a building, again, those were big things to get extra damage to kill some figures.
1: Yeah, yeah, i <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, when you're sort of pushing someone off a building, it was always great.
0: Yeah. Um, or off a map was always huge too.
1: Yeah. Um, so it'll be really yeah, interesting to see how it goes forward and how that affects how we play because yeah. I still like knocking people back.
0: Well, and I feel again in my comic book mind, if I hit someone hard enough and knock them back into a wall, it's going to hurt.
1: Or if I knock them off a building, they're gonna take some damage. Yeah. So,
0: so if that's the way they're going where knockback just doesn't do any damage anymore, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of that anymore. But uh, oh well, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that's not just not much we could do. Yeah. Um, maybe they might as they as they make new characters like say if this person knocks someone back they take damage.
0: Yeah, they might there might be, but yeah. If I'm reading this right, and I could be, but I could be wrong also, it does seem like knockback does not do damage anymore if you hit them off a building, into a wall, or off the map. So we'll just have to go off of that. And then the the last one. <laughs> I think this was the, best, the um, amount uh, announcement they made. Holy cow. It's a combo. <laughs> this one's sh- crazy. I should have got the... Hang on. Let's see if I can... Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I was going to play the... Uh, if you've ever played Killer Instinct Combo Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great uh intro be- to this one. So, I mean, I'm gonna sum this up basically, but we'll read through it. <laughs> basically, you can use any power with anything anymore from now on. So That's <laughs> That's what it looks like. Pretty much. It says why let powers combo? Combos are fun. I love that first phrase. Even more <laughs> than it allows your superheroes to feel more super. So some attack replacements like flurry, mind control, energy explosion, and pulse wave. And then there are improvements like force blast, blades, quakes, super strength, incap, pensai, precision strike, steel energy, range combat expert, battle fury, exploit, and close combat expert. Then there were power actions charge, force blast, hypersonic, running shot, smoke cloud, TK, and barrier. So basically, and I'm actually going to pull up the chart that I posted on our uh, Facebook page that helps us out yep. a little bit more.
1: I've got that chart too. <laughs> I thought that, that's a must have now to so yes. just make sure and check all the time.
0: So you'll, you are able to charge Flurry, like always. I don't yep. think you were able to charge mind control in the past. And to be honest, I don't know how many people had charged in mind control.
1: It would be very few if there was any. Um, yeah, no, I don't know of any off the top of my head. But, yeah, yeah. so you can yeah, charge. Um, I can't think of anyone.
0: Yeah, I don't think there was. I think it had to be through, like, an object or something like that. Yeah. Um you can running shot mind control, which you could do, running shot energy explosion, and running shot pulse wave. Um so those all you can do. But now <laughs> you can <laughs> you can um running shot RC. You can running shot pick a combination. You can do it.
1: <laughs> so, so um,
0: you can charge flurry shot. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. So can you, like, running shot pulse wave RCE?
0: You sure can.
1: Because that's it. Because I'm only adding one to my attack and one to my damage.
0: You can um, charge yeah. flurry, quake, steel energy, precision strike.
1: Incapacitate.
0: Incapacitate.
1: Just, yeah, mind, that's just it.
0: And mind control. Oh, and actually, I don't think you can charge. Because you can either do charge flurry or charge mind control, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yes. But still, you can charge flurry. Quake, steel energy, precision strike, incap. cap now. Good an god. <laughs> an, ex, an exploit? Yep, An exploit, yes.
1: So you could so charge, flurry, quake, exploit.
0: Because oh, I don't...
1: Man, that's it, that's it.
0: Because I don't think, according to this chart, you have to pick one of those close powers. I think you just yeah, all no. like pull together.
1: So So it makes yeah, so like a Quake exploit together makes that a lot better.
0: Well hey. how are they gonna do charge Quake blades is what I wanna know. <laughs> Please um, don't tell me I can charge Flurry Quake blades for six now. <laughs> Please don't tell me that can happen.
1: No, I hope well, I hope not. Because I, they might have Because uh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, because Quake is locked. But Blades is a replacement. So which one overrules the other one? I don't know. If Dan was here, he'd be able to tell us. I'm going to say no right now, but who knows? (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, I, I like the idea of having the, the, you know, I do like the idea of having those power combos and that there is a bit more you can do. Because I've had people ask, why can't I use that? I said, well, because you've got to, are yeah, doing a power action, it doesn't allow you to do that. But now yeah. I say, well, just go for it. You can use it.
0: Also, um, you can now hypersonic RCE, hypersonic psychic blast, hypersonic in-cap, hypersonic quake, hypersonic blades, hypersonic exploit, Good God!
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so it's g- going to change the game, isn't it?
0: I just, Cause... oh my gosh, I cannot like I... again. I felt like they've been having this conversation with hypersonic. First off, it was super powerful. Like I, I'm, like I said, you were playing yeah. way back in the day. You used to be able hypersonic full range. So if you had like a 10 range, you could hypersonic <laughs> your full range. Then they're like, you know what? That's too powerful. We're going to have it to half your range. And then they um, had... Obviously, you can, still, you can just do your super strength and pick yeah. up an object. You could hypersonic oh, super strength went... with a heavy object and do, let's say, you have five damage, and then you had a seven damage. Then they're like, you know yep. what? That's too powerful. We're going to just take back the damage aspect, but you can do the knockback. You know what? Screw that. You can hypersonic whatever the hell you want anymore. You want a hypersonic yep. exploit? Go right ahead. Oh.
1: So... <laughs> It's certainly going to create yeah, a crazier old... Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see how it plays out um, to see... Because if they were benching hypersonic speed, I think. Yes. It's Wonder Woman. So that, at least that's a start. But yeah, I'll go back and look at all my old hypersonic speed pieces and see what else they can do or see what you can attach to them to help them do something.
0: But so, yeah. now, Now, to be fair... In my comic book brain, I think you should be able to hypersonic blades or a hypersonic quake. That makes yeah. sense to me.
1: Yep, makes sense to me. Hypersonic, pick up an object. If I'm Superman, I can go really fast and pick an, pick an object up as well. So
0: That you yeah, still can't I'm, do. Um... <laughs> That's still not allowed to do that damage. You can, yeah. yeah, you still can't do hypersonic with an object, but you can hypersonic oh, super strength.
1: Okay, cool. So, yeah, so you, yeah,
0: so you, so you, you still yeah, can't I, get the modifier for that. Um, which yep. I still don't like because that makes so many of my Supermen null and void. Um, but I mean, I can't even, I'm trying to think of all the figures that Exospecs will go on now, now that you can pick Hypersonic and Exploit or Hypersonic, <laughs> Hypersonic, ex, um, Psychic Blast. I mean, good God.
1: Yep. And, yep. Is ooh, the options are big and are big and wide.
0: Think think um, of how many people had like a tw- I don't know. I'm just making up numbers here, but like a twelve psychic blast with eleven phasing. Now I give them exospecs, <laughs> and now I have yeah, an eleven yeah. hypersonic with a twelve attack pulse wave. Or um, um, yeah, or you still can't blast. hypersonic pulse wave, which I like, unless you're a certain yes. figure.
1: Yeah, which is good because. They
0: will Pulse Wave is king. Yeah. Um, but, my gosh, I just, I see people playing. Do you remember the old Mandarin from the very first five-figure booster set, Avengers? From
1: the Avengers booster?
0: Yes. He was like the LE. And how many powers he had? Uh, let's, let's Look see him see. up. He is uh, now uh, God, because <laughs> he can use all those powers together.
1: Well, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow! He is now God.
1: He's right back here
0: because he no longer takes pushing damage, and he mm-hmm. can use all these powers together. Yep. So, do you do you um, have him up on your screen right now? I'm just trying to find him
1: because I, I want to. One fifty-six.
0: Go over all the powers he has.
1: So, okay. So, left-handed Mandarin. So, oh, he's, so on his dial, he's got mind control, psychic blast, barrier, outwit. That's his starting click. And then he's got Mandarin. So, left hand Mandarin. Mandarin can use any explosion, incapacitate, and mind control. That's on click two. And then also on click two, he's got. He can use barrier, force blast, quake, smoke cloud, and telekinesis. As well as he's got willpower on that click and outwit, so wow. Got lots of use. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chuck Sank on him as well. He no, and more. he
0: no longer pushes and now he has self leadership with that <laughs> willpower on click too. Yep.
1: That's um Yeah, he that he's would be good fun.
0: Like <laughs> even uh, he has a twelve range and even at hundred and fifty six points, I think you could make him work in modern games nowadays.
1: Hopefully get a legacy card for him.
0: Oh, my God, please. I wonder if I still have my Mandarin. i got to look. But, um, yeah, he is going to be... 12 range is what makes him as well, being able to hit
1: from so far away. Wow. Yeah. Uh, cool. But, so, uh... I don't know. I, I think I like the idea of these things all working together. It's going to take a bit to remember it all, but I have to print out this little graphic here and have that close by whenever I play
0: but like, talk about like. I don't know if this change makes the game more complicated or less complicated. To be honest.
1: <laughs> so for, when we're trying to think about, um, we're trying to simplify the game. So and now, I, yeah, it'll be it'll be complex in the fact of going just remembering which ones go with which. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice to be able to say you can use all your colors on your dial. Go for it.
0: And to be honest, when I first started learning this game, it took me a while to figure out which ones were considered move actions and power actions. Like, you couldn't running shot RCE or something like that. And then it just, over the years, it just came muscle memory. Like, I knew what powers I had to be sitting still to use and what powers I could use with move and attack powers.
1: Yeah, I'm, and yeah, when when you learn the game, I, there's a lot more resources around, so... There's a lot more you can watch on YouTube. I remember learning and then using Range Combat Expert. I think it was the H- Ultimates Hawkeye. And he had, was like, did five damage. We didn't know had to split the damage. So target three characters, hit them all for five damage each. Then we figure out, oh, you have to split the damage. So it's about learning. And so this will be another relearn of some of that too. Okay, I can use that together with that and that.
0: And I don't know... Do you remember them saying anything? Can you now like triple target precision strike now? Or are they still saying no to that? Um, I haven't
1: seen anything about precision strike. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll,
0: I guess it'll depend how they reword precision strike because it used to be. Yeah. I remember when you used to um, multi target energy explode precision strike, which you can do now, but I don't know if you can multi target with that.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, what's less is more. Sorry, just checking. Uh, was that precision strike one they were benching again as well
0: uh, it might be oh. I, I don't remember what powers they're all benching for Wonder Woman
1: yeah so I can't remember either but it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they yeah, I'd, if, it, well I guess if they say precision strike you can only target a single character so then that'll just make that pretty simple we just can't use it for that
0: but it'll be interesting because though you can quake with it now so yeah. will you have to pick a character that you want to and strike then? Um,
1: maybe. But again, these are, these are good questions for Dan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Dan? We're missing you tonight. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then before we go on, we will not be using these rules for the Make It Meta tournament. <laughs> Um, we'll be using the old rules one last time. We'll, we'll, this will be like the send-off to the old rules uh, tournament, um, and then anything after this, we'll have to play with the new rules, but yeah, it's going to take... I'm definitely going to have to have the powers and ability card or this chart that we have on our Facebook page printed out when I'm playing for the first couple of months, just to make sure what goes with what.
1: Yeah, and I I, I like that. I don't I, know ones I like other range uh, range combat expert and close combat expert that I can use them with my charge now.
0: Yeah. That that. that one, I don't mind that one. I do. I don't hate. I kind of like that one because it makes sense because you always had to choose between. I can't tell you how many times I actually even used like close combat expert, just because I either had to have the choice of going up there or waiting for them to come to me or you know, TKing my guy up there to hit, so that yep. does help out a lot. Where I can just, you know, I'm really good at punching things up close. Now I can do it with my charge.
1: Just thinking, charge, flurry, blades, exploit. Now
0: I just, I think charge, charge, flurry, combat expert. It just seems insane to me. Does. But, uh,
1: I'm. Again, we'll see how it all plays out. I think that's all we can do. Really, is play it and then um, yeah, work out. I I think it's there. Yeah, I think they're good changes. I just yeah, I like. I'm gonna, I guess for me, I'm going to like the fact that I can say to my kids at school gate, "You can use all those powers in this attack and go for it."
0: Yeah, I, my my biggest problem with the whole changes is that, and I know that the game has to evolve. If it doesn't evolve, yeah. it just dies. That's every game out there. My biggest problem is that we have all these older figures that have these points built into them. So, like, in Dom, willpower for what they currently do, or improve movement. Now, like, what would those figures be costed now, now that all those powers are passive? Like, they would probably (coughs) be 30 points cheaper. They be so negative. My- they be negative points. You put this figure on your team, and it's negative ten <laughs> points to your build.
1: You get to have fun for free. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and I guess. Yeah, so in in the sets we've had just recently, so it's going to be out of balance. But maybe moving forward, as they develop the new sets, fingers crossed, they take that into that take that into great account. That well, there's some figures who are costed more. Previously, because of that having Indom, I think Indom's the one I think of. And but because now everyone can have two actions,
0: yeah,
1: um, I just go they they they're, they're costly, but maybe the ones that they make I, I've played um, like the new Miss Thing from Out of the Future Foundations, and the dial was just so long. It's just the new like yeah. So this long these longer dials are are pretty crazy. Yeah, so,
0: so it's going to take us about two years to kind of fizzle out the old figures and bring in the new ones. Yep. Um, so it's just going to be a waiting game until then, unless you know. No, it's it's going to be about two three years before the uh, the old ones fizzle out. But um,
1: and the metal will settle, settle itself; it'll find where not what it needs to find, and yeah, everyone will adapt. I, yeah, I guess I am trying to be positive about. This rule changes, even though I don't want to have to try and teach everyone new rules.
0: Yeah. Like, like I said, I am to too. Win, so. um, when we first did an episode, I was pretty heated about this one, these stuff. Like if, <laughs> I don't know if you ever listened to that one. Yes, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> but I am coming more to terms with the powers. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, if I want to keep playing this game, I have to adapt to the change. I can't. Wiz kids aren't going to be like, oh, Adam from Clixing, it doesn't like these changes. Well, I guess we'll keep the old rules. <sighs> um yeah. and look
1: and again if you're if you're just playing at home there's nothing stopping you from just playing the rules that you like yeah as well because so that's why i think of the house rules and we do our own thing here if we need to but um
0: but yeah. and like so, i said the games have to evolve or else they die you wouldn't want yeah. to play um i'm just trying to do like a video game where it's the exact same well, you, mechanics, and they brought nothing in new to the sequel compared you want to the original. Yeah,
1: you wouldn't want to play Mario, this, you know, Super Mario Brothers 1 or every time you play it. Like, every time, we're a family's big Switch family, and so we like Mario. Um, but we always enjoy getting a new game because there's something familiar, but something different as we go and get into a new game. So,
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the new changes. I don't know how many more articles are going to be coming out with. I'm assuming there's going to be a couple more out there. Um, I'll just be interested to see what they come out with and so next week. But um, that is going to be it. Um, the set comes out on Wednesday. I'm super excited. I've got a case coming. Plus, uh, I'm going to go get some from my local GameStop or my GameStop that, that – places shut down um <laughs> game store um i know they have you gotten any of the legacy cards yet or no yes
1: i got uh, i brought a case and my shop which who'd put a, um, a brick on the shelf they gave me the pack legacy card pack from that so i got Uh, I pulled two things from my two thing legacy cards in my case, so I was Ah. a bit disappointed by that. Um, But
0: that's the one uh, I think a lot of people are going after because he has the most playability because of his continuous attacking.
1: Yep. Uh, Yeah, and so I'm afraid of that, I guess. And yeah, and I got a human torch one.
0: Nice. Now, the big question that I'm going to ask you now, you heard about, I'm sure, because you listen to the podcast, you heard our rant about the distribution of House of X. How was your yeah. distribution with Future Foundation?
1: Um, so I got.
0: You yeah, pause there for a second, so I'm worried now.
1: Yeah, I was just, no. I, so I got one chase, and so I've got a couple friends who got some as well. So I know my friend, he got two chases in his case, and my other friend got one. So we're thinking one's probably the norm. I got five, uh, six super airs, and I got two primes in my case. I got the Prime Diablo and the Prime Wizard. Uh, out of my six Super Rares, I got one, I got two Grievers. So I got a double up on my Super Rares in my case.
0: Okay. But you so, you went six Super Rares, two Primes, and a Chase. Yep. Which it should be. So, yeah, that's
1: that's what you that's said you're looking for. Well, I guess I was lucky to get an extra Prime.
0: Yeah, I'm for, not sure how they, they do you Prime. You, it's like, so what was your yeah, other Prime? You got... You got you got the rare and the which other one?
1: Yeah, so I got the wizard. So that was the uncommon, and I got the Diablo, Okay, which is the uh, which is the rare. And yeah, I got. Yeah, and I was fortunate enough to get Prisoner of Planet Doom Chase. So nice. He's really good. He's really nice. He looks really good. Really, like yeah, they're Big. They actually look really good.
0: So it sounds like distribution is better than or back yeah, on track good. compared to House of X. Yeah.
1: I was certainly worried opening House of X because they only got five Super Rares and that. And I got a Chase and a Prime, so I was happy. But, um, yeah, so I thought, yeah. If I actually went for Future Foundation first because I was more excited by that. Okay. My House of X one. Yeah, good
0: to hear that they're kind of back. Yeah, I don't know what happened with House of X, and I really wish they would have some sort of press conference or something just to tell us, (laughs) sorry, we screwed up on that one. We don't know what happened at the factory, but we we screwed up. (laughs)
1: It's certainly one of those things I'm not going and buying just a single brick of
0: House of X. No, I, I thought about doing that as like a giveaway prize for our patron, but I'm like, I don't want to pay 160 bucks and get two super rares. Yep,
1: that's that was same with me. say so.
0: it's still yeah. even as bad as the distribution of House of X was. It still does not beat my Spider-Man and Superior Foes one where I pulled one super rare out of a brick, and it was Devil Dinosaur. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of this story, but apparently there was a big cargo shipment on a train that got derailed, and all the packages got scattered everywhere. And I'm assuming what happened is they took all the ones that were still intact and just wrapped them back up and sold them as bricks. And I'm sure some people pulled God bricks out there, and here I am pulling one stinking super rare. Out of a whole brick of Spider-Man, and I was pissed because <laughs> I'm I, like, yeah. I'm on my eighth brick or my eighth booster. and I'm like, where are my super rares? And oh, then I, I got to my last know. booster, and Devil Dinosaur was in it.
1: Yeah, that's um, yeah, that would be certainly put you off off getting any more bricks. Yeah, um,
0: it's like I didn't even get Prime in that
1: brick, which was sad. Did they have yeah.
0: Prime in that one? I don't remember.
1: I don't think so, not that far back. I can't remember when they started priming. Yeah, I can't remember
0: if they had Primes in that one. But, but all right, that is going to be our anyway, show. I'm so glad, Ben, you were able to join us. It's nice to hear um, someone from a different country kind of tell us a little bit about their clicks experience. i sorry that Spider-Man showed up, like, five months after we got ours.
1: Hey, it's not your. It's not your fault. It's um, it's um,
0: alliance's fault.
1: It was the world. It's the world we're living in. Um, Well, and they just
0: know how deadly of a place Australia is, and they did not want to take the chance to step foot in that country because everything in Australia kills you.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, I guess it's they. It just. I don't know if they had it on the docks for a long time, but with everything sort of being shut down and. Yeah, when a yeah, straight when, when something breaks out in Australia they just we just they just shut us down they say right go home stay home for days and so it might have been just had trouble getting off the dock I don't know yeah but.
0: must have been. <laughs> um, but yeah that's gonna be our show um thanks everyone for joining us today make sure you check out our patreon at patreon.com backslash clicksing it. Uh, we got some cool prizes for this month. I'm not going to go through all of them right now, but look forward to our one-year anniversary of our podcast next month where we're going to have a really good Patreon prizes out there. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel for any kind of unboxings or um, games or anything like that we put up. And then check out Glass Hobbies, our sponsor, at glasscabinethobbies.com and use code CLIXINIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T and get 5% off anything on that website. He is doing case breaks coming up next week. I got my three boosters up for uh, case break number one. Hopefully I'll get something good. Maybe I can add another Patreon. And, yeah, uh, Ben, anything you want to say from um, Australia before we sign off for tonight? Uh,
1: No, not really, other than thanks for having me on the show, Adam. I I really enjoyed playing with you this week and then yeah also just being able to talk your clicks is always fun for me so thanks for the opportunity
0: and hopefully we can get you on the clicksing at uh squad and booster our ranks to take on phoenix nest one of these days
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah we'll have a look at that i'm certainly going to investigate for the make it meta tournament and see if i can make it work for myself so yep yeah, want to be involved if i can
0: Yeah, if anyone else out there is interested in our Make It Meta tournament, contact me on our Facebook page. Again, it's only $10 to enter, and um, we're doing it through PayPal. Hopefully everyone has PayPal out there nowadays, and then uh, we'll get you in the tournament. But uh, thanks again, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there, and as always, keep clicking it.